Hey guys, welcome to Floss Bites. So this week I had the unique opportunity to disappoint two distinct sets of pe people. And you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't pride myself on that. Definitely not my crowning achievement, but it hurt a little bit because one was our billing coordinator, you know, and that's our staff, which is like our family. And the other was our patient. And these, you know, our patients are people we service and we wanna give the best quality of service that we possibly can to. And I'll share it with you because I think it's interesting. Uh, and it helped me crystallize um, some thoughts around disappointment and being disagreeable. So with our, with our billing coordinator, she's going back to school part-time right now. Uh, and she leaves the office uh, in the afternoons on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then she's going back to school full-time in June and she'll be leaving us. And so we're gonna replace her. And she let us know that and we're super excited for her new career opportunity uh, and we're gonna encourage her any way we can. But she was hoping that she was gonna work full-time until uh, she has to go back to school in June. But Ragni and I discussed it and we thought, well, we have so much experience with trying to replace front desk staff. And especially with billing coordination, when it's so crucial to the practice from a cash flow perspective, we need extra time and we need to make sure that that person is perfect for the role before she leaves, before our current billing coordinator leaves. So we decided we're gonna start interviewing now and bring them on. And I had to tell her that uh, this week. And she wasn't very happy about that. I think she was hoping that she would be get to keep all her hours and she would get to keep um, doing her role because she's very particular about how she likes to do it, which is a great trait for a billing coordinator. And she doesn't want other people getting their hands in there. Uh, but the, at the end of the day, it's a business decision. And we also know that we need to make sure that we have a seamless transition. So it's a no-brainer, obviously, but I hate disappointing people. And it, it did hurt a little bit because I didn't want her to feel like we were pushing her out because we're not trying to push her out. We're just trying to cover our bases. Her problem is that she's thinking of it as like a totally static situation, but who knows? Her work could increase. Her workload could increase in the class that she's taking. And all of a sudden she maybe wants to take more vacation and she can't work as much and she starts falling behind. Well, where are we going to be? We're going to be the ones picking up the tab on that. And that's going to be our problem to deal with. So for us, it makes more sense to have that coverage, even if we have to pay a little bit more to make sure that we have a seamless transition. So the other person I disappointed was a patient. Um, she's been paying uh, discounted fees on her cleanings, um, paying about $85 for exams, x-rays, and cleanings. And obviously that's really, really low, way below our fees. So we decided, uh, Raggedy and I talked about it, and we decided that, you know, we should bring her back up to the normal rate um, but then in addition, we also increased our fees recently. We went to the Fair Health website, which allows you to punch in your zip code and it'll tell you the fees across your entire fee schedule, uh, what they are. And so we compared them and we increased our fees to the 80th percentile, as is recommended. And we've, we've introduced those fees to a lot of our patients and most of them are fine. But this particular patient was not fine because she's been paying $85 and now it's gone up quite a bit. Um, and what we realized is that like, while we're disappointing her, we also realized that there was no fee that she was gonna be happy paying. She was gonna complain no matter what. And while some, we do offer some discounts for certain patients, there are patients who have no problem paying and they're willing to pay and they understand the service that we're providing. So this was kind of a situation where, well, this patient may not be the perfect for this practice, so we recommended her to go elsewhere. It's disappointing to me because you know we wanna be able to provide the best level of care we can for our patients at a cost that's reasonable and something that's fair to us. So disappointing, disappointment number two, right? But when I started thinking about how I've disappointed people this week, I also realized that 
Woven into our sort of social fabric, we have this unwritten rule that we can't disappoint people or we can't be disagreeable. There's a huge politeness. It's specific in personal relationships, maybe a little bit less so in business relationships because people are like, well, it's just business and money kind of trumps personal relationships in a lot of cases. Debatable whether that's right or wrong, but that's what I've been seeing. And so with personal relationships, we talk about, oh, we, we don't wanna let people down, we don't wanna disappoint them. But at the same time, when you think about being disagreeable or letting people down, what's actually happening there? And when you break it down, when you are letting someone down, you have chosen yourself over them. And when you are doing something maybe that you don't wanna do, but you think it's polite to the other person, then you are putting their priorities before yours. So naturally, if you are agreeable all the time and you're a, a nice person and you're doing all the things and everyone, uh, and you never let anybody down, I think more likely than not, your priorities are taking a backseat to everyone else's. And I think that that's not a sustainable model, not long-term, certainly short-term. And so when I looked at these disappointments, I started realizing, well, these, uh, while they are for business and it's easier to justify, even for personal um, events that happen and where you have to let people down, and I have done that, I mean, who hasn't? Um, even when it comes to like launching Practice Blueprint or launching Floss Club, the marketing, the research, building out the websites, trying to figure out the plan, working with the lawyers, that took time. I had to, you know, reduce my social engagements or whatever it might be, and I had to let people down but it was a priority for me. And I think that that is what is important. And I think that's what you always have to think about when you're making your decisions. Is it something that you can be disagreeable about and be okay with? Because if you always are trying to be agreeable and not let people down, you're gonna find that you're falling behind in the things that you actually wanna do and the things you wanna accomplish. So I thought I'd share that little, um, little nugget that I learned this week and uh, I'll see you in the next episode.